Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. Well, thanks for staying with the talking point. One of the issues that continues to dominate conversation in the country is, of course, the developments around the former president, Jacob Zuma, his defiance to not appear before uh, the Zondo Commission of Inquiry yesterday, rather, and the fact that that matter will now be escalated back to the Constitutional Court uh, and the Commission of Inquiry wants him to be held in contempt of its decision, and they'll recommend that he be given a prison sentence. Now, late last night, we also saw a statement coming through from uh, the former president that continues, you know, to uh, perpetuate this idea that there is an agenda against him, that he is being victimized throughout this entire process, and that his rights are effectively being taken away from him. Kolani Dube is a senior researcher at the Shubera Institute for Research and Development. Kolani, a very good morning to you and thanks for your time today. Morning, Kathy, as well as to the listeners. There are those who hold the view that President, former President um, Jacob Zuma is trying to create a constitutional crisis. What are your reflections on that and do you agree? Look, I, I think here we need to go beyond what the headlines are saying mm. and ask ourselves, what is happening in our country? Because once you, we ask that particular question of saying, that says, what is really happening in our country? I think we might be able to put everything into perspective. Without asking us that question, I think it would be keep on chasing the mirage and the master narrative will always dictate to us on how to think and what to say. When you say what is happening in our country, I imagine that you have some answers around it. No, it's just a, a speculation mm. when you do the, the, the analysis, you know. But I think uh, South Africa possible, uh, there is what you call a rearrangement of the power metrics in our country. And there are those who are rearranging it. Uh, they have a particular strategy of doing that and so you know it very well that south africa is still a colony uh, it still belongs to the british in terms of uh, those who own the, mine- the means of mineral i mean of production in our country and 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 everything we are to a certain extent a colony and so during colonialism there was power redefinition in our country and also during apartheid and also during what you call it 1994 the early transition and now, again, if you look carefully, the, 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 the trend or the point of analysis, it says there might be also another power dimension crafting that is happening in our country. Unfortunately, as it happened to the National Party, it was the National Party that was in power. And now that is happening when the ANC is in power. When you talk about a power crafting dimension, um, you know, really make make it plain for me, Kolani, uh, tie it back to the issue at hand and the former president and his defiance of the constitutional court. How are they all linked? Look, I, I think the issue of uh, the, the former president, to a certain extent, is not at the core, you know, because if we are going to talk about it, you know, and then the issue of what aboutism will come into fall, 
you know, because you now we'll be doing comparison about your staying off, about your NEDCO. Recently, we have been in, in partnership with the regiment, as you know, what Samson wrote. And also, we'll ask ourselves why other people can buy justice and why other people have to be prosecuted and so forth. And so, let us not go there. Let us ask ourselves again the, a, quite a very important question What is going to happen? post this Zondo Commission? What was the purpose of this Zondo Commission? Because all of us, ordinary people, the master narrative has managed to divide us in terms of our perspective, and also the master narrative, trust me, is intact through its, I mean, through its owners, and the owners of the master narrative are still working like they've been working before. And so what is happening, Kathy, to be according to my own analysis as i've said it to you i think here there is a power recrafting in our country that says the natives as a homogeneous group must be fragmented when it comes to the political power and so meaning that there must be an affair or kind of no group or no particular race in our country that must have this homogeneous political power because it becomes a threat to those who control the means of production of which I refer them as the minerals energy complex. All and right. so the issue of Babu Jacob Zuma, to tell you the truth, is a sideshow. All right, Kolani, I have to go to news. It's 9.30. Udile Sako is standing by with your news headlines. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. You're live on the Talking Point. It's just after 9.30. Uh, of course, we're looking at our thinking point today and uh, I suppose getting the views of, of different uh, analysts and researchers when it comes to the developments around the Zondo Commission and the former President Jacob Zuma. Uh, Kolani Dube is a senior researcher at the Shubera Institute for Research and Development. Kolani, um, maybe just uh, another minute or two for you to give your, your final reflections. And, you know, I, I hear you about... Um, this 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 broader issue that 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 you're speaking about on how effectively there's a rearrangement of power in this country and their different interests at play. But you know, one of the questions that we are asking now is what is the impact of former President Jacob Zuma not showing up at the Zondo Commission of Inquiry yesterday? Look, Tessie, mm-hmm. I, I believe that we as analysts, as well as the broadcasters and uh, journalists, we, we need to function like the Lady Justice. You know, we need our eyes to be blind when we do our analysis mm-hmm. and say, look, let's have an, a holistic approach when we talk about justice. Because if you are going to be selective, that's where we fall into the trap of people saying uh, we, 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 we are either for Jacob Zuma or for the Cyril Ramaphosa's camp. For us, I think our responsibility is to say, let all those people who are alleged to be wrong and all those people where there is an evidence of wrongdoing be, subje- be subjected to the gallows of our justice system. You know, because if we're not going to be advocating that, we'll find ourselves being the victims of this false dichotomy, you know. And so to look at Babu Jacob Zuma alone, mm-hmm. it will be very unfair. Because as I'm saying to you, we have a stain off. 
We have KPMG. People who, that's you and I. We know that they've done something wrong, and they even accepted that. To an extent that they said to us, South Africans, we will simply pay back. By paying back, it means that they are buying this justice. You know, we, in this Zondo Commission, the NASPRES, we were supposed to, to present themselves, but they told us that they are not going there. In the same Zondo Commission, like Montana and the other, they're saying they are crying out loud to say, can we come and present our case? And so in a society that seeks justice, why we have to mute other voices and make other voices to sound so loud? And so the question that I have to ask ourselves, who is setting the agenda in this country? And then those who set the agenda in this country, they will have this power to define who's a villain and who is the saint. And so it's us who's supposed to insulate the public and say to the public, look, we are going to be your firewall. We will go out and argue and say no one must put or must place the South African justice at ransom because they have a capital to do that. Okay. Tolani Dube, we're going to have to leave it there for today. He's a senior researcher at the Shibere Institute for Research and Development. Ongamam Dinga is a lecturer and political analyst from the Nelson Mandela University. Ongama, your own reflections on, you know, how things have played out and, and where we are today when it comes to uh, whether or not... Um, you know, as some analysts have suggested, the developments around the former President Jacob Zuma are there to create some form of constitutional crisis. Good uh, morning, Kathy, and your listeners. So, I, 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 there's an accusation that gets made about uh, when we uh, make inferences and conclusions mm. that we're being biased. And I don't think I want to get into... Uh, that corner. It's part of social science research to observe behavior over time and make inferences. And those inferences, if the process is 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 is, is um, uh, uh, um, robust enough or rigorous enough, uh, they don't have to be fair. Mm-hmm. So here is my inference on what's happening with respect to President Zuma. On the basis of the evidence about his attitude towards the commission. Since uh, the process of investigating whether it existed, uh, it existed when it was done by uh, uh, Tulima Donzela, to his response uh, on the towards the recommendations and the commission itself, all that we are seeing here is a person who sees himself above the legal and 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 uh, the legal process or the judicial process. Of the commission and his attitude underscores a, a value within some in liberation uh, movements which believes that uh, uh, political pro- sorry judicial processes should be subject to the political and the unfortunately Katie, there's a precedent for this mm. and that precedent is uh, in the transition phase uh, to democracy when uh, they, they, a deal was brokered among politicians, both on the liberation movement front and on the apartheid front, to grant themselves an amnesty. And that's a way of, according to Bishop Tutu, jettisoning justice for purposes of political uh, stability. And that's what President Zuma is agitating for 
when he interprets his own action as implying a constitutional crisis. When there's no constitutional crisis, because the constitution is very clear in terms of, uh, sort of the law is very clear as to what should happen when somebody is, con- is contemptuous of legal processes. What about this argument of selective justice, Ongama, that um, some people are pursued and others are not pursued in the context of what we're, we're facing here? Where, 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 what is the, the, where can we place such, such an argument? So, so let's take, for example, uh, because I don't like how generic people who advance that argument get to be. So let's take, for example, the, the allegations that have been made about the role of the former deputy president and the now sitting president on the optimum, uh, optimum coal deal and the allegations that the war room was, in fact, a campaign to get Glencoe and company uh, some deals there. The commission has got to pursue uh, that with the same level of rigor as it's going to do with regards to President Zuma. But... It doesn't go. It doesn't necessarily follow that uh, they have to balance uh, when they arrange that, mm-hmm. so that they can avoid being labelled as being political. For me, I think that people who preside over judicial processes shouldn't bear political risk in mind mm-hmm. when when they are pursuing cases before them. All that should in, in matter when they pursue cases is whether they've got credible information to follow through with certain witnesses. And that's it. With President Zuma so far, nobody is facing as many allegations of involvement in corruption as him. So it's, it makes sense. And in fact, the Constitutional Court chastised uh, Deputy Justice Zondo for their special treatment of President Zuma uh, in this instance, not the lack thereof. What happens next, uh, Ongama? Because they, 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 there's lots of different ideas over, you know, what the next move should be. There are those that are calling for a political solution to this problem, even though it is very much a process that has been in the courts and is up to the courts. It will be a huge disrespect to the constitutional order of South Africa to accede to that demand. I heard uh, for different reasons, oh, Prof. Tulima advancing a similar argument, but not, not, not in a similar fashion. But whenever you, you, you told the ideas of political accommodation, you always set the precedence that in future somebody is going to make a claim to it. So which means you could never uh, address state capture or allegations thereof in ways that build... Uh, a, 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 sorry, in ways that ensure that the legacy of that exercise protects uh, the state from future attempts uh, for, for corruption. So precisely because uh, we need to make an example as a country that political power should never be assumed to be unlimited. That, uh, and also, Kathleen, the other thing here, the other message is to professionals in the civil service that if they accede to political demands or political pressure, they must know that there will be consequences for their actions in future, especially once that uh, those political elites that protect them are no longer in, 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 in office. And the danger here, Kathy, without taking much of your time, mm. is that 
we are allowing a, 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 a so early in my professional life, I got involved in an environment where a state-owned company was an activist when it comes to transformation. But it did transformation in ways that were free from corruption, such that every successive year they got clean audits from the Auditor General. The, the, the bad thing about uh, the, the, the RET framing of what has happened is that it conflates corruption and, and crude extraction of state resources mm. with transformation, and that's very bad. Okay. That's very bad for, 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 for the Afro-pessimistic agenda that believes black people cannot govern or that want to cr- critique transformation on the basis that it, it gets to be corrupt. There is a way that transformation can be done and uh, doesn't benefit uh, people related to those that preside over the process by kinship or by friendship. Ongama Mtimka is a lecturer and political analyst from the Mandela University. I'm going to be taking your calls, the number to dial this morning to get in touch with us, 011-714-2006, the SMS line, 41391 on WhatsApp, 614 on Twitter, at SFM Radio, the hashtag SFM Talking Point. So different views then on the state of play in the country right now and some of the developments that we've seen around the former president.